Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours, a music podcast where we chat to a new guest each week, talk about their life and creative endeavours, and talk to them about some of the music they love. Our show works by chatting to our guests about music, their songwriting techniques, and occasionally getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. Welcome to episode 148. I'm your host, Simon Fink. Our guest today is Lizzie McAlpine. The indie singer-songwriter is releasing her second studio record later this week, entitled Five Seconds Flat. In today's episode, we're speaking with Lizzie about her approach to songwriting, collaborating with Phineas, and creating a short film for the record. Here we go. Our guest today is an upcoming indie singer-songwriter based in Los Angeles, California. Originally from Philadelphia, she released her debut record, Give Me a Minute, in 2020, and received praise from artists like Shawn Mendes, Phineas, and Phoebe Bridges. This Friday, she releases her incredible second record, entitled Five Seconds Flat. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Lizzie McAlpine. Lizzie, hello. How are you? Hi. <laughs> Good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for your time today. Um, uh, as we discussed before recording, you are joining us from Los Angeles today. Uh, what's, it, what's it like in LA at the moment? It's good. It's sunny, like it always is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a um, what is it? It would be Friday afternoon there at the moment, if I'm right. Yep. Any plans for the weekend? No, none. I am doing none. nothing. This next week is going to be very insane. So I'm trying to just take the weekend and not not do anything. <laughs> of course, the um the week that you're referring to it is a very exciting week. It's release week for yourself for your album Five Seconds Flat. Um, congratulations, firstly. Thank you. Of course. Um, uh, the other thing, as we mentioned before recording this record, we were very um, lucky enough to have a copy of it beforehand and it has been on repeat inside uh, our household for the um, the last uh, few weeks. I apologise to my wife who has had to kind of hear this on repeat, but um, it, is a, it is a brilliant record. So congratulations. Thank you so much. My absolute pleasure. Um, yeah, I guess to begin with, uh, what's it like in release week for yourself is there uh, i imagine it's kind of like a a range of emotions that are coming out when you're getting ready to prep a record yeah i mean the first record i was kind of doing it by myself i didn't really i mean i had my manager but we didn't have a label like a wall helping so it was kind of just us doing it by ourselves so this time around is like very different it's um it's exciting. It's hectic. I'm <laughs> excited for the record to be out finally after like over a year of working on it. Um, yeah, I'm just doing a lot of promo. 
<laughs> That's very fair. I do appreciate your time today with that as well. Um, this second record is um, a bit of a sonic change from the first record from Give Me a Minute, whereas that record was maybe a little bit more a singer-songwriter or not folky, but elements of folk or jazz or um, things like that. This one does kind of expand and push out that sonic palette to a little bit more. What was the, I guess, the decision behind uh, making that change? Yeah, I mean, I feel like when I made Give Me a Minute, I was a very different person um, and different artist. I mean, I'm still the same artist, but just in terms of like this, my sound. Um, and I feel like I wanted this record to reflect the growth. I mean, it's been two years since I made that album. And while it feels like that's definitely who I was at one point in my life and, and that's the kind of music that I made then, um, that doesn't feel like where I'm at anymore. And I just wanted this new record to reflect that. Um, I, I think I think we succeeded. I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> I think you did. I think the, you've done very well with it. The um, the record is fantastic, as as I've said, and I will stop gushing. I promise. After this one, <laughs> um, one thing that I kind of really loved about the record, and uh, I guess yourself as an artist, as a, in general was the songwriting and the attention to detail because I feel like you're a songwriter who can kind of build build these worlds and this imagery within the span of like a three and a half minute pop song, which is a very difficult task to do. It's not as easy as some people think. And so I think, um, yeah, uh, what, what was it? All My Ghosts, when you're referring to um, like spilling mac and cheese on your pants and then dancing under kitchen lights that I thought was a beautiful line and very like evokes this certain image has, um, has your songwriting always kind of been that descriptive and have you always kind of felt that, yeah, that you're, I guess, telling these stories within your, within your lyrics? Um, I think that when I first started writing songs, it definitely was not that way. I, I definitely, I started writing songs when I was like 12. Um, and I definitely wrote for the first but like a good chunk of the first years that I was writing, it was very much like metaphors and like weird things that didn't really make sense. It was just kind of like all over the place. I was just figuring it out. And I feel like the more that you do something, the better you get at it, obviously. So the more that I wrote, I feel like I just naturally evolved into that. And then going to Berkeley for college, I just felt like being surrounded by all these amazing musicians just influenced me even more. And it's just been like a constant evolving. Um, I don't really, I can't pinpoint an exact moment when I started writing like really descriptive. It just kind of naturally happened. Yeah, of course. I am. Um, I feel that the other thing, and maybe this is something that was picked up at Berkeley, the other reason why I've um, really kind of taken to these songs was that there's a there's tiny little bits of the songs that I feel subvert listeners' expectations, if that makes sense. Like if you're expecting a certain kind of phrase to rhyme or whatever, right at the end, it's not a big thing, but like it might change or it might just kind of not throw them off, but I feel like it keeps the listeners on their toes, which I feel like is a very enjoyable way to listen to music. Um, and I was wondering whether that's an intentional thing on your behalf or whether that's just kind of how the, the song organically kind of comes out. Yeah, I honestly don't 
really think about that kind of stuff when I'm writing at all. Like I kind of just sit down and words come out of my mouth and I write them down and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's very fair. That's very fair. Um, do you remember, I guess, when you first started to, to pick up an instrument and when you kind of thought um, songwriting and, and making music was something that you wanted to do? I've always been musical. I mean, there are videos of me from like preschool, like coming home and like singing the songs that I learned in preschool to my family and like making them watch <laughs> the songs. Um, so I've always been musical. And I think I, I started playing piano when I was in, well, I started taking lessons when I was in like fourth grade. I would sit at my grandma's piano though and just like pretend to play when I didn't know how to for a long time. So like I've always been around music and wanting to be in that world. Um, and then I picked up guitar, I think like uh, middle school. So like 12, right around like when I was starting to write, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. Were your parents or grandparents musical in any kind of way? Um. Like no, <laughs> I think that, I think that my mom can sing. She just doesn't. Um, but I think she, she's able to carry a tune. Um, my grandma, she tried to be musical. She took like guitar lessons for a little bit, so she had a guitar at her house and she had a piano because she played piano when she was younger. So just by we were always there. So just by being around those instruments, I just kind of like picked it up. Yeah, of course. The um. I know you just mentioned you also attended uh, the Berkeley College of Music. Um, I'm guessing, yeah. What, what was your experience like there? And because and, some of the some of the alumni from that school over the years is just absolutely incredible. So I can imagine that, yeah, just being a student there, some of the lessons you'd learn, some of the people you'd meet would be just, yeah, insane. Yeah, it was definitely interesting because I was only there for two years. I dropped out um, in the summer of 2020. Um, and I feel like the, the most that I really got out of it was the people that I met and the connections that I made. I feel like that's music school is you can go to learn and you, you also go to like meet people. That's how you like get into this industry. Um, so I feel like the people that I met there were amazing and have like gotten me to where I am now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Um, it was interesting though, because I was there when, you know, the pandemic happened. And so we went online and, um, at that point I was about to release, give me a minute, 
And I was like, I don't really want to do another two years of online school. Um, so I was just like, I'm just going to drop out and focus, focus on music. And I think I made the right choice. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think your plan has gone well so far. It seems to be doing pretty well. So, (laughs) um, this new record does have, um, a few guest features on there. It's not just yourself. There's Jacob Collier, there's, um, Ben Kessler, Laura Elliott, and the freshly minted Academy Award winner, Phineas. Um, how did all these collaborations kind of come about? Was it that some approached you, you approached some others, or what was the, um, the process of that like? Um, I honestly, I just reached out to people. I mean, Laura and Ben and Jacob were all like my friends before, before. So I just like texted them. I was like, hey, do you want to be part of this? And we're all like, yeah. um, Phineas was a little different. I, we were, we followed each other on Instagram for a while and we never like really talked. And I just, I was like, maybe I should go through his managers just cause like, he's like famous. Um, but the way that I normally just reach out to people, I just DM them on Instagram. That's how I've made like all of my connections basically. And all of my friends is just DMing people. So I was like, I'm just going to do that. Cause that's, that's what I just normally do. And so I just DM'd him and I was like, I have this song. Let me know if you want to hear it. And he was like, yes, here's my number. Like send it to me. I'd love to. <laughs> Um, and yeah, he was just like really cool about it. He was so down from, from the jump. That's very cool. I can kind of imagine. Um, well, I think it seems that there's a lot of people within the music industry that are fans of yours. I know, um, as you mentioned, Phineas, I think there's, um, I've seen, oh, who else was it? I think Phoebe Bridges has expressed her, her, um, her liking for you as well. Um, uh, yeah, what's it like when these musicians that I think you look up to? I know that I'm not sure if you can see behind me. We put Punisher there because I think you're a fan of Punisher. Um, uh, yeah, what's it like when some of those artists that you look up to kind of start to show you that that love back? It's so crazy. Honestly, I try to keep my expectations like really low so that like I'm not disappointed, but. So like anytime that anyone famous like reaches out or posts me on their story or like anything like that, even just follows me. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> it's so crazy. It's just, it's wild. It's really cool. I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine it would be, yeah, imagine it would be cool. Just kind of looking at your phone and seeing that whoever has started following you must be a nice feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the album is being accompanied by a short film as well, which you, uh, filmed and I believe was directed by Gus Black. Um, and yes, yeah, it does tie in with the music videos that you've released so far, but I'm, I'm curious what made you want to turn the album or parts of the album into, into a short film. I just had this idea to make a, a short film for an album, um, for a little bit. It was going to be, so I was working on an EP before the album and it just, that ended up just being the live EP. Um, but we were going to produce it out. And when we were going to produce it, I came up with this idea to connect all the songs. And I was like, this would be cool. And then it didn't end up happening. So I just transferred the idea over to the album and I was like, okay, we can't make a, a film out of 14 songs. That's like a little bit too much, but maybe if we pick five and we'd like, you know, 
work with them. So yeah, I also just love like visual storytelling and I'm, I've been, I'm really into like script writing and like editing videos and filming stuff like that. So, and also acting, I love to act. So any, any way to combine all of my interests, I'm like all for it. So this was (laughs) that way. Yeah, of course. The, there are little elements, um, which one was it? I think it was Doomsday. The video for that track gave me very like, um, oh, what is that movie? I'm now drawing a mental blank, but it but it gave me uh, almost like not teen horror vibes, but there's something about the the uh, the videos that you've done so far with Gus that have this beautiful cinematic element that I think works really well with the songs. Yeah, I would agree. He's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lizzie, you've spent the last few months out on the road, I believe in uh, a few different formats. There's been some, the small band, uh, there's been some shows that you're doing solo. Mm -hmm. First, I guess, what's it like being back out on the road and being able to play some of these songs? Um, It was interesting. I mean, that was my first tour ever. I'd never toured before this because I, I started growing my following during the pandemic. And I, I released Give Me a Minute during pandemic, so I haven't been able to tour. Um, so it was fun. It was my first tour. It was, it was very long and, and hard at times, but it was also really rewarding to like see people actually show up and like sing my words. <laughs> crazy. Um, yeah, it was fun. Do you have a, um, a preference of performing solo or with, with the band? I mean, I love performing solo because I, I can just do whatever I want, but I feel like <laughs> this new album lends itself so much to like a band, a full band, um, that I I think I would slightly prefer a band just because it helps get the music across the way that I want it to. Yeah, of course. Um, I would agree, especially in, um, I guess, uh, what track, uh, like Erase Me. Mm-hmm the way that that song builds and builds and builds in that second half, I imagine is a little bit more difficult to do, uh, still, still achievable, but difficult to do as yourself and just a guitar. <laughs> um, Lizzie, at any point, um, could we expect to see, I'm not sure if you can tell by the accent, but we are in Australia. Can we, um, expect to see you at any point here in Australia to play some shows? Hopefully. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, but hopefully I'd love to. I think that there's um, quite a few fans down here, so I'm sure that uh, there's a number of people who'll be excited by a, even a hopefully, they'll take that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Lizzie, uh, very quickly, uh, we usually ask our guests what they're currently listening to, um, if there's anything at the moment that's kind of taking your fancy musically, whether it be on your record player or Spotify or whatever it may be. Um, My friend Jensen McRae actually just released an album a couple days ago. Um, it's called Are You Happy Now? And it's so good. Her her songwriting is just insane. She's just so smart. It's like all of her songs are poems. I just I just love it. That's awesome. I think I'm just trying to think. I think that record is she is she on the cover and she's wearing glasses and it's quite like a close up mm-hmm. shot. Yes. Um, where do you find other than I guess having having friends who do release albums? Where do you usually mm-hmm. find your new music? Honestly, 
just what what I mean, sometimes I find it from like my friends posting on their stories. Sometimes I find it through Spotify, like a radio or something. It honestly kind of just depends. Um, there's no like one specific way I find music, but a lot of times it is people reposting songs and I'm like, Oh, if they think it's good, then let me check it out. You know, <laughs> That's very fair. Are you a fan of the, the algorithm or do you think that there's something a little bit more sinister about the algorithm? I don't know. I yeah. honestly don't think about that much. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's probably a smart idea not to pay too much mind to that. <laughs> um, Lizzie, congratulations again on the release week. It is five seconds flat. The album comes out this Friday. Thank you very much for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. And that's our show. A massive thank you to Lizzie McAlpine for her time. Five Seconds Flat is out this Friday and we've left links in the show notes if you'd like to buy the record. We also want to give a huge shout out to Sarah at All Stripes for helping out with today's interview. If you like this show, please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when new episodes are released. We release new shows each Wednesday and Friday morning and we now have a Patreon, which you can find within the show notes of this episode. You can follow the player's profile on Spotify and you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. Until next week, cheers. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.